the show. It's 1025 The Bone. You, uh, you like horses, Bobby? <laughs> Today, from 3 to 5 at Total Wine in Tampa on 1720 North, North Dale Mabry, you can go see the world's famous Budweiser Clydesdales. They'll make uh, an appearance there today, and then they'll be at the Gasparilla Pirate Fest. The Clydesdales. Kids love them. People love them. You see them in the Super Bowl commercials. The world's famous Budweiser Clydesdales will be at Total Wine uh, in Tampa on Northdale Mabry today from 3 p.m. until the 5 p.m. Go by and... Uh, Pet the horses, will you? Make sure you hold your hand flat if you're going to feed Yeah, them. Yeah, because they'll jack, yeah, dude. Yeah, those, they're oh, big, yeah. big animals. Bite a finger off. There's two things that I love, uh, wine and horses. So that's a, that's a great little thing they got going on. Yeah, there. that's yeah. something like a great country album. I was wine just about to say, yeah, wine totally. and horses. Or your new podcast. Yeah, maybe. Wine and Horses. Wine and Horses. <laughs> Zipping on wine in a barn. How do, everybody? Welcome to Wine and Horses. I'm your uh, host. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm Cowboy Cletus. Uh, yeah. And I'm Martha <laughs> the Wine Expert. <laughs> they married. You know, yeah. one, loves kind of, yep. one loves horses, one loves wine. We never thought we'd be together. Oh, man. But just like most things, opposites attract. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what we're going to try tomorrow is a uh, new wine that Martha just uh, found that she is absolutely loving. And we're going to to try it while we're uh, breaking a stallion. Oh, we're yeah. gonna drink it at the yeah. same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Beer and catch is up next. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can stay on for eight seconds uh. while we drink some wine. <laughs> uh, I have a little uh, death pool. Oh, oh, oh. What is that? Breaking news. Oh yeah. Death pool related breaking news. Sure. We got a lot of we got a lot of music happening. <laughs> a lot of sounders. This is uh, Bob Barker. The Price is Right. Bob Barker, come on down to hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> Bob Barker has had another health scare at his LA home that required another ambulance and paramedics to treat the legendary game show host. Uh, yeah, ninety-two, uh, ninety-five. Yeah. yeah, slip and fall at his Hollywood Hills home earlier this month. Someone called 911 paramedics rushed over. So I guess he uh, had another little fall. He's got to stop slipping and falling, guy. Come on. You know what, though? He's not even worth points anymore. He's worth, yeah, he's no. worth three points. Now, he, or has six he been points. on the show? Five, five points. Was he 95? Yes. Sorry. He's 95. He's not been on the show. Okay, okay. And uh, he's going to die of old age, not yeah. some eagle coming in and ripping his eyeballs oh, out. So he's really not worth it. Well, he had problems from his slip and fall, and now he's got more problems with that. Yeah, he's 95 years old. But, hey, I'll take five points. Nobody uh, has any points besides Spanish right now. Right. So. Yeah. Spanish um, currently in the lead with 38 points uh, from the death of Carol Channing. Thank you, Carol. First to go and points for her age, of course. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, zero. Take it out, Carol. It's a good step out, uh, first to go points, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galvin? Yes? You mentioned earlier, I was making a joke, and you mentioned that your hair, as you grow it out, sometimes get in an awkward phase. Yeah. yeah I don't think you're in that awkward phase. Like, I don't look at you and go, ooh, <laughs> Like, we have a friend who transitioned from a man to a woman, and for a while, he was in the awkward phase. Yeah. She is fine. Very he Peter was Pan. Awkward, yeah. Very Peter Pan. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. But Peter Pan's an unacceptable hairdo for right. a man, unless you're that guy who <laughs> thinks he's Peter Pan. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't We're, want to be described as Peter Pan. No. We'd have a meeting. It was, it was a little bit there. It was we'd have a time. meeting with this guy, and then we leave. We go, what's going on? What is it? What's he doing? And I know you're probably listening to the show right now. You knew it was awkward. Uh, yeah. But now, now that we know the plans, we go, oh, okay. Well, good, good for you, that's, guy. We see what you were yeah. telling us. Right. Got past it. So are you saying you're in transition? No. Uh, what I was going to say is your hair looks fine. 
Okay, thank but you. I did put up a throwback Thursday <laughs> picture. I saw today that where it is. I don't even know this guy. It is uh, Instagram dot com slash the Mike Calta show. It is a promo picture that we have. It is John Brennan looking like he's twelve. Mm-hmm. Dinah looking kind of sexy. Me looking uh, way skinnier. And Galvin looking fatter and oh, yeah. weird hair. Like, you have founding father hair in oh, this yeah. picture. Yeah. You have Meatloaf's brother hair. Well, here's <laughs> the problem is you don't want to uh, combine long hair and really fat. <laughs> not not without proper face hair, facial hair. No, yeah, that yeah. doesn't work. And, uh, you know, I'm Irish and I'm very white. And then also I'm the whitest in that picture by far. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's something this else. This is not the picture we went with, by the way. Uh, Was it? No. It's, no? It, no, it's not. I actually uh, commented on this and said, "What the who?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's uh, it's I see. I love that because you look good now, mm-hmm. so I think it's great to put all your yeah. awkward pictures up because mm-hmm. you look good now. Now, if right. you still looked weird, we'd go. Oh, I commented gross because Aww. I'm not. It's before my time, and I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, because you're very that. jealous of Dinah. No, I'm not jealous of Dinah. Yes, you are. Oh, no way. He's oh. not jealous I of far her. surpassed her well, in your eyes. But, in my yeah. eyes, in oh, your for, eyes, baby. Oh, no, 100%. Because I remember a conversation that we had after she had left, and you were like, man, you are, I can't believe you stuck it out. You're so much better than Dinah. Yeah. I'm, Thank I'm, you so much. Because I'm trying to build you up, trying to make no, you happy. No, it was sincere. It, we, we, uh, then we hugged, and it was shortly after I signed my first contract. I've heard say it before. See, thank you. Thank you, Carmen. Yeah, but, I, I BS both of you. No, but you were like, Dinah was worse. You still have some jealousy whenever he talks about her, talks about going to the movies. I refuse to. And, and I'm going to say this. I love Dinah. No, that also. You still love Dinah. You're just punishing me now. You're her choosing to no. hurt my feelings. With I didn't say I love her. I didn't say my feelings for her are greater than mine for you, but I, I was good friends with Dinah. You know what? I'm not upset about it. Not really. Hang on. Peter Pan's texting me. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. I knew he was listening, or she was listening. She. He doesn't listen anymore. Uh, he, she said, I had no idea anyone knew. Yeah, well, we didn't know until he, after you wore your hair like Peter Pan for a couple of days, and we were like... <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. Uh, yeah. we, were, we were questioning what's going on with the hair, what's yeah. happening there, and then once... The trans. Oh, we go. Okay, uh, there you go. Growing the hair out, mm-hmm. doing that stuff. Not what I'm sense. doing. Not what I'm doing. Uh, by the way, can I tell you this? I'd make a terrible woman. I don't think so. I think you'd be the best woman ever. I, I'd be that woman in GameStop, <laughs> ma'am. Oh, it's ma'am. That was a strong woman. Oh. <laughs> Our friend who is uh, who is transgendered. Mm-hmm. Um, not nearly as weird as I thought it would be after this time. No, yeah. no, it, right? Like yeah. in the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be awkward. It's a difference, you know. what I mean, what you're used to knowing somebody show up as a dude. Because really. I remember whatever you told me, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> because remember how I said, it? I go, guess what I heard today? That somebody we know is going from a man to a woman. Think of who it was, and we were all trying to guess. I mean, they just moves. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> may still be true. Right. By the way. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we found out it was this person. We were like, oh, and and then. Uh, we were like, all right, whatever. And then, you know, it, look, it's it's great to just be like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. We're cool guys. We're we're progressive things. Right. But it's awkward when you have somebody that you've known as one thing. Like, can you imagine if it was as simple as somebody coming in and going, tomorrow I'm going to be black. No. And you go, what? What, do you, what does that mean? And then all of a sudden they come in there and they're either super dark tan or wearing some sort of makeup. And you go, okay, this is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So think about when somebody says to you, uh, I'm a man. And next time you see me, I'm going to be a woman. And you go, oh, boy, this that is, is going to be. But really, after, like, the first, uh, you know, couple of months, you're like, oh, yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that's 
Just give me a little time to get used to it. Yeah. And let me ask some questions. But that's the main thing, I think. Yeah, I think that's the main thing is being able to talk about it and ask the questions and getting that awkwardness out. And this person was wonderful with it. And also, I was so open about her feelings that she had inside and made us really understand that that we we were unaware of her happiness, unhappiness, I'm sorry, and uh, at times suicidal thoughts, and no one wants anybody to live like that. You want to wear a dress? Put a goddamn dress on. You know Do what I, makes you happy. You know what I would love to know, and if there's somebody listening right now, if you had been in a fire or maybe had a, a arm or leg amputated or something that is visible where you see there's something wrong, whatever, would you be offended if you were, hey, how you doing, how you doing, blah, 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 talking a little bit, and then you go, hey, what happened? Yeah. Would that offend you, or would you be like, Thanks for asking. Like, nobody asks, and it's just awkward because it's out there and stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not asking. I'm Wait, not, say it again. Yeah. Would it be offensive? What? Say you were in a, in a house fire. Right. And you had burns over 80% of your body. Okay. And it was clear that you had burns on your body, and I could see it. But mm-hmm. we happened to be in an elevator or something. You just won some tickets. And I go, hey, what tickets did you win? Oh, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And we're talking a little bit. And, hey, Galvin, yeah, I'm on the Mud Kelta show. And then I go, hey, can I ask you what, what happened? Uh no, I'm not offended. I would I would imagine that it would probably be easier for me to talk to you about it than if you were just staring at me. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. There's a guy that goes to my gym that it's kind of that situation. Like he does have burnt, like visible burns on yeah. his face. But obviously, like I don't know him, and I'm not working out with him. But I do see him regularly. But it's like for me just to go up to him before ever having a conversation with no, him. No, yeah, hey, hi, I'm, how are I'm you? talking about if you're having a little bit of a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and yeah. you brought that up, and you were like, "Hey, can I ask what happened?" Yeah, I in high school, I knew a a guy that was uh, he was dirt biking, and he hit like uh, something, and he got he had like just a, it was like a little scar right on his neck, right yeah. by his by his like where his vein would be. And I remember asking him in high school, and he started crying, and I, I was like, "Oh my oh, god, yeah. I'm never Not doing past, this yeah. again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, a buddy of mine when he was a baby. Listen to this. This is crazy. When he was in a baby, when he was a baby. No, he was on the floor crawling around, and it was either his mom or his grandma or someone was in a rocking chair and rocked backwards over his finger and cut his fingertip off. And so he grew up with no fingertip, like from this, you know, line all the way up. It's just like this nub thing. But then he was like, yeah, when I was a baby, and, you know, it's been enough time, whatever. Not that big of a nub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Erica just texted me and said, uh, when you transition, everybody around you transitions as well. It just takes some people longer to adjust to right, it. Yeah. It makes the most sense. It's a process. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't I, I kind of like to talk. I, I used to work in a movie theater with this guy, Val. And Val was a projectionist. Back then, they actually required somebody to go on there and put the movie on. To what is Val short for? Yeah. I, I would assume Valance? Valerie. I think it was Valerie. Valerie's kind of like a, a man's name as well in some places. Oh, it's like a, it's it's probably like a uh, European name. Yeah. Okay. And uh, or for all I know, he could just been Val. Uh, and Val used to come in, and he looked like um, you can see a normal man in there, but he did have he was very very scarred from a burn. Okay. Um, on his whole face. Yeah. His whole arms. He used to wear long uh, a glove with a long arm on it because his, his arm I think was still uh, in bad shape, and he had the face bad. And the first time I saw him, keep in mind I'm 15. I'm like, hey, what's going on there? And then you find out that Val is burned because he was probably in his maybe late 50s. He, uh, there was a house fire, and Val ran back into the house to save his young daughter mm. and saved her life. And yeah. she was completely unburned. And I, 
and she would come visit him a lot at work. And I would imagine that their relationship is probably great now. And if I was Val, I'd be like, hey, uh, by the way, see this? That's yeah, your right, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But Val had a job that was perfect for him because he'd come in, say hello, and then go upstairs to his to his belfry and just hang out up there where nobody oh, else yeah, could see him. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and you know, nobody in the public had to see him. Nobody. Had, so I would imagine he was very comfortable up there. But I have to tell you, after a couple of weeks working with Val, you just look like every other dude. Yeah. You don't, you just... The shock is over, yeah. right? And that, so I'd be bored. I'd go up and I'd hang out with Val, and he'd show me how the machines worked. I never was like, "Look at all the burn." I just, yeah. you just get used to it. Get there was a guy who used to come in whenever I uh, used to bartend. Super nice guy, always tipped well, very nice. In fact, when I was just back up in Destin not too long ago, uh, we went to uh, McGuire's, the Irish pub there, and he actually sent drinks over to us. He was like, "Hey, but." Every time he would come in, he would shake my hand, and he had the grossest psoriasis. Like, really, it was literally like shaking a lizard. Yeah. It was unbelievable and would always want to shake my hand. And I was like, you you know. He does. You know your hands yeah. are flaky and shaky yeah. and gross. Oh, that's gross. But always, always. He just wants there. to be normal. He just wants to be normal. Uh, However. Hello. <laughs> Waving. <laughs> Just elbows now, out. Now, on a different note, Lobster Boy oh. shook my hand, but oh, Lobster describe Boy. It. Describe it. Yeah. I will. Describe it. Lobster Boy didn't yeah. have any parts that flaked off into my hand or any open wound type feeling. Lobster Boy's hand, I shook his hand mm. approximately. I was not married yet. I would say it's approximately 19 years ago. <laughs> I shook Lobster Boy's hand on Hillsborough Avenue at a strip club that doesn't exist anymore. I was doing a gig there. And uh, I, he put his hand out. I put my hand out, and before you know it, I was shaking a warm bag of mayonnaise. <laughs> it's the best way to describe it. He had a puffy, soft hand, but it felt very nice. Oh, it was like no. a nice, smooth. Oh. It didn't leave anything. <laughs> yeah, and making, then making some lobster no, sauce. The worst. I talked to him, and then when he was done, he was like, "Well, it was nice meeting you too." And then he gets on his hand, he shuffles away from. Oh. Me. Oh. That's, oh that's the worst. Uh, and he ate a fish. Oh. <laughs> Michael, good morning. Hey, how's it going? What's up, buddy? Not much. I uh, just curious if you're being uh, sensitive or insensitive because it's your friend. At the end of the day, like at the end of the day, he's still a man. Uh, bio- biologically, his DNA okay. makes him a man in the inside. Yes, but he definitely he's had the operation and he lives his life as a woman. So uh, I, I don't have nothing to do with his friend. Just out of respect for another human being, if he wants to be a woman, I'll call yeah, him. Yeah, uh, I was just asking. Okay, so you're not just going to let it go and don't refute that side. Do, are you asking me if I'm refuting that side, or are you just are you not refuting it because it's your friend? No, but no, I understand how it works. I understand that somebody decides that they feel like they were born a woman on the inside and they're miserable as a man and they want to live their life as a woman i don't i don't whether their dna says they're a man or a woman if whatever if it's going to make them happier and live a happier life for me to call you she instead of he i don't care all right that's the best answer i've heard oh i was in public one time thank you and i saw a transgendered man transgendered into a woman and it looked like he was in his early stages but i wanted to pull him aside and go hey you're not even trying. You got to <laughs> right, shave your shoulders. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, I get it, and I'm going to give you the respect that you deserve, but you got to put a little more effort into it. Ma'am, yeah, you need to sa- shave yeah. your shoulders. Shave your shoulders. If you're going to wear a tank <laughs> like that and try to, like, sex it up a little bit, at least shave your legs a little. Like, give us something to work with here. Yeah, you know, who I feel bad for is, like I said earlier, I go, if I, you, with transition, I'm 6'4". Like, good luck making me look oh, like a woman. Your legs, you got great legs. But think about that, like, long. big guys and stuff. <laughs> 
Like, good luck. Well, that's Asshole. the thing. This guy was very muscular. Yeah. And uh, and hadn't had any breast implants or anything. I think was wearing some sort of under padding or whatever mm-hmm. and, and was very proud to be out as well. Fine. Just like this. Now, this uh, person that was in the GameStop over the holidays, the transgendered woman that was fighting with the guy behind the counter because mm-hmm. he kept calling her sir or right, whatever. Yeah. Don't. That guy also has an extensive criminal background and has some anger issues. Yes. And I would bet that some transgender people probably have some, uh, you know, depression or anger issues as well. The world doesn't revolve around you. Right. We're right. willing to yes. make your life as happy as our life by treating you with respect, but the world doesn't revolve around but you. But also, you have a teenage kid who's behind the counter of a GameStop who has no idea whether you're transitioning or not. You may be just a guy that wears a pink hoodie yeah. and has longer hair. Or you may identify as 12 different things. He has no idea. So I, I don't know whether he was necessarily trying to uh, antagonize him, her. Uh, but, yeah, that whole thing, that, that person just seemed like a, 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 a-hole. Like, that's right. what I would have said. I, I, here's what I'll call you. I'll call you idiot because yeah. you're a mean idiot. You could be a man, a woman, but I'm going to call you jerk face. Yeah. That's how it you goes know what you can call a man that goes by Val? Valentino. Someone Ooh, called up and oh. said that's a... Uh, Valentino, sure. I think yeah. he was a Valerie. <laughs> I really <Okay>. do. <laughs> I know a man. I know men named Valerie. Valerie, it's a French name. I know him. Uh, I had a buddy I grew up with named Val. Val Hastings Westfall was his full name. Valkyrie? Val. Could yeah. be. Valance. Val Kilmer? Oh. Val Kilmer. No, I forgot yeah. about him. Val Kilmer is short oh, for what? Let's Valen- see. Figure it out, everybody. Val, Val Kilmer <laughs> was born Valerie Val Edward Kilmer. Yeah, just, just Val. Val. Oh, no. Valentine. Valentine. Valentine oh. Edward Kilmer. Oh, listen, think of him in his really sexy days. Right. Before he was fat face and had a full throat. <laughs> he was Valentine uh, Kilmer. He was very sexy. VK. He was a very handsome man. He really was. Valentine Kilmer. I saw the movie Real Genius was on the other day. I really enjoyed that movie. I've never seen it. I know what you're You've talking about. You've never seen Real Genius? Uh, it's a, I was already growing up. Oh, sorry. Uh, our friend Eric, our transgender friend, said you could be a model. I could? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Like a transgender model? Mm-hmm. Well, let's Do try it, it out. Gavin. Gregorina? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just come happens. up with that at the top of your no, head? No, I think about it all the time. <laughs> Galvin as a woman, Gregorina. Jesus. He's 6'4", 6'8", with heels. Mm-hmm. I talk to him sometimes. Please welcome, Gregorina. Hello, Gregorina. Uh, oh, Matt, I'm sorry I hung up on you. Oh, man. Joey, good morning. You're on the Mike Alda Show. Hey, Mike, how you doing? What's up? Matt, you can call back. What's up, Joey? Uh, I was going back to what Galvin said about people asking stuff, if you've noticed something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got bit by a dog about five years ago in the chin. Ooh. Um, Yeah, it was pretty noticeable. And I'd go in public, and, you know, after a while, I was like, all right, um, you can ask if you want. But, like, there was this one old man in Walmart. He just kept staring at me. And eventually I'm like, what? Yes, I see this monstrosity on my face. I understand. You can ask me about it if you want. And he just kind of, you know, got all nervous and then walked off. But I only had like maybe two people ask me. And it was pretty noticeable. For, like, and how do they ask you? Do they go, what the hell happened to you? Or do they give you a, yeah, what, uh, what's going on over there? I did have a couple of what the hell happened to your face. I had some people like, if you don't mind me asking what happened to your face, you know, and uh, I was like, oh, that's fine. I'd, I'd rather you ask instead of people just stare at me. Like, right. How bad is it, though? How how disfigured is your is your chin? I'm good now. It's There's a noticeable scar on, like, my lip and, like, the middle of my chin. But at the time, 
uh, with the stitches and everything, and just the way it looked, and like how fat my lip was, it was it was pretty bad. You ever uh, you, guys think, you ever think about making up a story when people ask you? I did, I did think about that, but I, I would just did. be like instantly. I, I would go, long, "What happened to your face, Gator?" <laughs> yeah, Gator, oh, I, I would just make up some. My dad used to say, oh, "Why so serious?" Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. dude. Hey, um, uh, I had like these little. They weren't pimples, but they kind of looked like a colorless pimple on my nose. I had one that grew on my nostril on the outside. Sexy. Yeah, right? And I kind of, I li- I went and looked, the doctor looked at it. He goes, that's just when you get older, your skin does that. And then I had another one grow like on the other side, almost like a matching one. And then one of my uh, best friends is a plastic surgeon. So I went in there one day. I go, can you look at these things? He goes, let's just take them off. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I can take them off. I go, all right, when? He goes, right now. I'll take them off. I go, okay. So he cut them off. And then he stitched them closed right there. So for like two weeks, I had uh, three little areas with stitches, one on my eye and two on my nose. I I was over it in the first hour. And then everywhere I went, I'm sure people were looking, but I didn't care. Sometimes I'd walk into a conversation and I'd go, hey, just so you know, I had some things removed. Because you know that they're wondering (laughs) what happened. Just so you know, UFC fighter. Yeah, right. right, Well, I did, don't forget, I did put the picture on of the dead Bobcat (laughs) and told everybody that I fought the Bobcat. That was great. Thank you for your uh, for your call, sir. Uh, there is a guy on uh, Twitter who uh, is a listener. He says, as a paraplegic, if somebody is talking to me and asks, that's not too bad. But if you just walk up and you're like, what happened to you? Then, <laughs> you know, he's going to tell you <laughs> what you are. Uh, Matt, there you are. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, I was going to mention, because I used to go to a Publix where there was clearly what looked like a woman, but... She had like an accent, like she was from Germany or something like that. And where I kind of had an issue is she was either like a manly woman or she was a man transitioning to the woman. And either way, I really didn't care. But I found like sometimes when I go with coworkers or myself, we would we would kind of like try to figure out like, so what are we like, you know, not yeah. that I would say they should wear some sort of like label. Obviously, that's ridiculous. But like just so I maybe just do something a little different where I could clearly I don't know. Yeah, it's it a little confusing, that. and you don't want you don't want to be rude, and you but you kind of want to know. Yeah, yeah. Right. And like I said, the, the German accent didn't help it because I'm like, well, because she was muscular, but not to the point where I'm like, that's definitely a man. All right. So I had really the same I had the same situation. Let me tell you what I did. You ready for this? There's a person that yep. works at a place I go to often that I see, and I'm like, also has a thick accent, a mm-hmm. European accent. So I'm like, I don't know. If that is a, a large European woman or a transgender woman, either way, acceptable. Doesn't look like uh, to me. Didn't look like a man or anything like that, but it looked like a like a little bit of a, of a um, uh, uh, more manly of a woman. Okay, but not, you yeah. know what I mean. So I I couldn't care. I talked to the to the lady uh, for a long time. Didn't know. And then I mentioned it to my wife, and she's like, oh, yeah, that totally used to be a guy. I go, how do you know totally? What did you check? And she goes, no, you could just tell. I go, I can't tell. I just think I've met a lot of, uh, you know, foreign women that, that are more masculine than you would think, you know? And she's like, no, totally. So I was so curious that I had to go find another employee there that I knew his Facebook page and keep going through the friends oh, list till I found boy. that person. I stalked <laughs> that person yeah. and then found out that my wife is right. That person used to be mm-hmm. uh, a man and is now a woman. So I was like, oh. and then I went, and then, and then I went like this. I am. I'm, I'm a, um, Sex Luth. I wasn't saying something to do with private dick, but I don't want to get in trouble. So thank you, sir. Yeah, I'll find you. And then, and then, you know what I did with that information? 
nothing. I yeah. just, but it's a little bit of a satisfaction. When I worked in the nightclub, there was a uh, transgender person, male to female, that used to come in and looked feminine, but you could tell probably was a male and right. then now identifies as female and stuff. But make up and do the whole thing, whatever. Air Force guys loved her, man. And I'm almost positive that at least 85% of them knew. Yeah. But they were like, oh, no, I didn't know. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it was unbelievable because I used to talk to her about it. I go, how many of them know? And she goes, most of them know. But they will pretend like they yeah, don't know. Just like, and, oh, don't tell my like, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, I, I know I've told this story before, but when I worked for CBS, there was uh, somebody there that <laughs> was transitioning and they said hey we're gonna have an all-staff meeting at 11 o'clock today and we're like oh god what's going on we getting sold what's happening and then they brought me in the office and they said we're gonna tell you first <laughs> i go why and they go because we don't want you to react <laughs> like, okay. they know you well and they you were like, react here yeah. 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 Now, keep in mind this is 2002 uh-uh. and they were like um this person i go yeah and they're like is changing from a man to a woman they didn't even really have transgender at that point and i went shut your face <laughs> and they were like oh yeah and i go then what is the meeting about and they said this person wants to announce it themselves to everybody and i, I went well oh, way God. to take that away from them no no but they just told me oh okay yeah, yeah. but uh, also taking away i'm becoming a woman what yeah, yeah. <laughs> me being yeah. the one to go shut up uh. so then i'll never forget ray bryant was the engineer not to change ray <laughs> ray was an engineer and Ray was real nervous. He goes, what's this meeting about? Do you know? I go, yes, Ray. In fact, I do know. And he goes, is it bad? Is it bad? I go, no, it could, it's so good. It's so good. He goes, tell me. I go, I can't tell you, but I want you to stand directly across from me. <laughs> yes. So that when the announcement comes, I want to see your face. Oh, still one of the best pleasures of my life. Awesome. Watching Ray's face as this person proclaimed to the world that they were. Not. Then I went shortly after that. This person grew their hair a little bit longer. Got fingernails, fake nails, mm-hmm. and was dressing like as a woman, which was weird for us because it kind of advanced it a little too far. Right. And then we went to a strip club one night, a bunch of us, including this uh, man who was transitioning, and one of my other drunk buddies didn't know, was grinding up on her and all that, and, and uh, he leaned in and he goes, does he know? And I go, no, nobody's going to tell him, so just shut your mouth. Uh. <laughs> And also, That's right, yeah. Kurt, talking about you. Yeah. And oh. also, Brent, who used to work with you. Oh, and Brent couldn't. Brent was like the sweetest guy, and he was definitely accepting of everything. And Brent could not. Brent had a problem, and he was like, hey, dude, can you show? And, and then didn't want to call him dude. And then he was like, I'm sorry, bro. Oh, dude. Oh, he dude bro oh. would him like six times, trying <laughs> oh, no. not. Yeah, hilarious. That is not the uh, vortex you want to wind up in. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know how we got on this subject. <laughs> But uh, it's nice a little less. We're talking about people with visible uh, scars and handicaps and ask, being able to ask them about it. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, but how do we get on that topic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all secretly thinking about it. <laughs> uh, Jason, you work for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? No, I work for uh, TSA. Oh, not, not TSO, Carmen. TSA. Okay. What's up, Jason? Are you getting paid yet? No, no, not yet. So not why, yet. Are you, why are you going to work still? Like, what's motivating you to go in knowing you're not going to get um, paid? We, we took an oath, so that's... An oath to who? They took an oath too, saying that they would pay you. Uh, You're right. You're right. But I mean, I could not. I could not go to work, and then everybody would not be able to fly. And good, probably done the shutdown. Listen, you're you're a better man than I am. But but good. Aren't you? Aren't you? At what point are you going to go? We've had enough. We are we are being 
you know, it, we are the pawns in this person's chess game, and we're the ones suffering while both of them go sleep in million-dollar homes. We're the ones that are not eating and not getting our paychecks. I agree. I agree. I mean, I guess that what, when whatever it affects me more than, you know, the one or two paychecks right now. So I, I'm not... Hey, look, I'm you're a good man. I'm not. But... I'm not knocking you. Instead of contracts, they should yeah. make us take an oath in this place because that <laughs> that's the way to go. You really. All right. Anyway, so how how's it going? What can we do for you? Yeah, well, I was just chiming in on the whole like transgender thing and how we deal with it at the airport and stuff. It's it's a little. We have some people that get upset with us because when they walk into the body scanner, they we you know hit male or female, and sometimes they walk in and we don't know how they present themselves, and we're supposed to do it how they present themselves, but we are not really a hundred percent sure. And so we push male or female, and there's been multiple occasions with multiple officers that have pushed the wrong button, and sometimes they literally push the wrong button with them, and they get upset about it. So you have to push a button? Yeah, like we have to, you know, we have to scan one for male and one for female because of the anatomy. So By the way, just so sense. you know, we are not aware of that. Yeah. I've yeah. Gone, I recently went through that and had no idea. No idea. So I don't oh, think it's, that... It's public knowledge. You can, you yeah. can see it. It's, it's nothing secretive. It's public knowledge, and what we do it's i have I mean, to say i'm i i pay attention less because i don't i don't mind the inconvenience the guys are blowing their feet right. up on on planes and all that i'm like i don't like to wait in line but i don't mind the inconvenience but let me let me ask you this you guys looking at our wings when we go in when we go through that no, that was that was like 10 years ago 15 years ago because i get very nervous because my thing tends to acorn when i go in that when i travel because it wants to be in comfort mode, so it goes back in its little home. And I'm always afraid that when I go through, because a lot of TSA guys recognize me, and then I'm like, I think they're like, hey, was that Calta? Yeah, let's go pull up his ween and see, oh, how, man. see what it looks like. And notice I say yeah, it's all yeah. the guys doing it, not the yeah, girls. None yeah. of the girls are like, let's see what yeah. his penis looks like. So, and I think you guys yeah, sit yeah, back yeah. and have a chuckle, like you're having a beer at work, and you're like, guess whose ween this is, and you throw it out there. No, I mean, I've, 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 I've had it down in Orlando before, and... I patted down actually Fat Joe before. That was pretty fun. Fat Joe? Um, I don't mind yeah. the pat downs. And when they're like, uh, do, you, do you want a private pat? I go, no. I want everybody to watch us. Do yeah. Let's do this now. I mean, look, I don't, I, for some reason, I have an area on my lower, like my belly on the left side, like around waistline that beeps all the time. And I have not, I never wear a belt. I sometimes, I mostly when I travel, I wear like basketball shorts, and it always beeps. I must have some piece of BB floating around mm. there or something. Alien implant. Tell them you're well endowed. I'm not though. No, hey no, Jason, no. what if uh, you were like a guy was walking through there, scan, and you hit female, and then he came out the other side female? <gasps> oh, oh, man. oh man. Damn, that. I would probably be a little more wealthy than now. Yeah. Like hey, look, and for the good of the country, I don't want to. I don't want to make a big deal of this, but or- Orlando likes to hide his drugs in his butt. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> next time. Yep. All right, thank That's you, thank you. Yeah, double check him. Yeah. To get wear two things of gloves though. Mm-hmm. Orlando is known to travel with heroin in his wow. Oh, yeah. what? Orlando Davis. What? <laughs> you know, wild ninety four one <laughs> doesn't do the drugs. He's just a mule. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. That's where he gets his money from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's uh, oh. uh, I have to give some love to Danielle Collins. Do you know who Danielle Collins is? Danielle mm-hmm. Collins. That is Phil Collins' younger sister. I mean, if it is, I'm very surprised. Mm-hmm. She is uh, set to win the Australian Open. She's oh, wow. killing it, and she's from St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah? She uh, went to school here in St. Pete, got a scholarship to the University of Florida, then left there to go to West Virginia to play tennis you know, professionally, and she was bouncing around playing. She'd never won a, uh, what do they call it? 
Open? Uh, uh, it's Grand Slam. Okay. And now she is crushing it in the Australian Open, and she is hot. <laughs> like, she's got beautiful face. She's got big teeth. Yeah, right? And she's got a big mouth. Yeah. She's my type of girl. She's in good shape, too. Yeah. Huh? Oh, she's in great shape. Yeah. And she's smoking everybody. So good uh, way to represent the the St. Petersburgers and the Tampaneers and the people in the Tampa Bay area. Right. Good luck to you, Danielle. <laughs> All right. I must take a break, and then we will come back and wrap this show up. We were going to do our personality test, but one of us forgot to take mm. it. So tomorrow... We will do the review on that. Uh, we have no comedian tomorrow? No. I'd like to know who the comedians are that we turned down. Do you uh, know? I know um, the one at Side Splitters uh, was Greg Hahn. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, Greg, Hahn's, at- Greg Hahn's really good friends with uh, Tosh. Tosh, which is amazing to me because, well, how I could love one so much and hate the other one. Greg uh, Hahn's one of those guys that says a joke and then looks behind him like to see who's laughing at him. Thomas, nephew Tommy Miles. Nephew Tom. Let me guess. White guy? Of course. Uh, 